0: God bless you. My name is Fabian McRae. Today you're on with Sister to Sister Podcast. Today's host is Missionary Jane Gray, and now your podcast host. You are on with Sister to Sister. I am Missionary Jane Gray, and today I will be your host. God bless you, and thank you for tuning in. Today's topic is Break Me. And our opening scripture will be coming from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 10, verse 19. And it reads, Woe unto me because of my brokenness, but I said this is my hurt and I must bear it. Saints of God, how many of us are willing to embrace our brokenness our hurt and suffering? In the midst of going through a negative situation, can we stop and say, Lord, break me? Because I created this mess I'm in. This is a result due to a decision that I have made. I'm here because I did not consult with you. I didn't say, Lord, what would you have me to do? And if I ask, because my flesh being so impatient, I didn't wait for an answer from you. Knowing the flesh wants what it wants, when it wanted, and the majority of the time is now and right now, we don't wanna wait a week. We don't wanna wait a month or a year, but with God, it can even be 10 years, but we must wait on the Lord. Understand that we're governed by time, But God is spirit and in the spirit realm, time has no measure. So now we're in this state of suffering and we're wearing a woe it's me spirit and walking around with our heads hanging down. Decisions that we make comes with consequences. Some so severe that it may cost us our lives or the lives of others. So let's look at David in Psalms 51, his prayer of repentance, which is a perfect example of someone recognizing, admitting he made mistakes and owning it. And so I'm going to just summarize here. But David says, I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is forever before me against thee and thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. So David is saying, Lord, when no one else saw me, you saw me. Lord, when I was hiding and covering up sin after sin and was in so deep until I killed an innocent man, Lord, no one else saw me, but you saw me. But oh Lord, you knew. Now I'm lying here on my face in a state of pain and brokenness, suffering severe anguish, and the thought at being separated from you scares me. He says, Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. It's something about when we have truly had an encounter with the Holy Spirit of God, and you have tasted of his goodness and glory, just the mere thought of losing that brings a great fear to your heart. Has there ever been a time in your life when you cried out to God saying, Lord, where are you? I can't feel you. I'm empty. I'm lonely. I need to feel you, Lord. I need to feel the Holy Spirit in me. I need to feel your presence. I can't live without you, Lord. I need you to forgive me. Psalms 5117 says, The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. So Lord, I want to be right in your sight, and I'm asking you to break me. And brokenness, conviction, pain, suffering, and the guilt we feel should bring us to a state of repentance. True repentance is when we're feeling remorse for the things that we've done, and we're godly sorry, and we've sincerely apologized, which means we have done a complete turnaround, breaking all ties, doing a 180, as my bishop would say, because a 360 would land us right back where we started. We'll be right back in that mess, finding ourselves picking that thing up again not being able to let go. And the Bible says, he who puts his hands to the plow and look back is not fit for the kingdom of God. But the people and things that cause us the most pain, shame, and even give us a bad name, we have the most difficulty disconnecting from. But now, Paul explains why We have this issue in the book of Romans chapter 7. He says, For what I would do, I allow not. For what I would, that I do not. But what I hate, that I do. And if then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the law that it is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For I know that in me that is in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good I find not. Paul is saying, I myself cannot control this flesh. We continue to go through this vicious cycle over and over and over. And we find that that old man keep rising up because we're weak and we're powerless. But he says, if I die daily, if I meditate on the word of God day and night, which will strengthen my spirit man, I will be able to prevail. I would not be overtaken when the enemy comes and try to destroy me. I'll be steadfast and unmovable. But we don't allow the word of God to break us. And if we don't, we'll be called dead in our sins. St. John chapter 12 verse 25 says, He that loves his life shall lose it, and he that hates his life in this world shall keep it unto eternal life. In order for us to live, there's things God need to break us from. He need to break us from our pride, stubbornness, anger, sinful habits, self-righteousness, jealousy, unforgiveness, and one of the most things, the greatest issue is self-will. The things that we desire, what we feel is important, and our relationships with our children, our spouse, our jobs, our money, These we allow to take priority over our relationship with God, which meaning we love them more than we love God and we'll start to idle them. And when we love something, we also worship it. But people of God, we are so quick to say, I cannot attend church on Sunday or Bible study because I have to work. In our minds, work is a legitimate excuse because God knows I have to pay my mortgage, bills, and eat. Yes, he does know, but did he tell you to take that job which required for you to work on a Sunday? And we very seldom do very seldom do we make God a priority. Do we put Christ at the center of our lives and schedule everything else around him and what He would have us to do? That's something I would like you to ponder now, if I could just say way, I'd like you to go with me to the book of First Peter chapter three, verse three through four, and it says. Your beauty should not come from outward adornment such as braided hair and the wearing of gold jewelry and fine apparel, but let it be hidden man of the heart in that which is not corruptible, even the ornament of the meek and quiet spirit, which is in the sight of God, of great price. The things that God desires, saints, never look attractive to the world. The things that are broken, the world despises, consider worthless, and they throw it in the trash. But, children of God, when you love what God is doing in your life, and you've gotten to that point where you just say, I I just wanna be fruitful. When we are in the state feeling, we're in the worst condition and we're feeling hopeless, we're feeling worthless, filthy and devalued, And we're disgusted with ourselves to the point where we can't even look in the mirror. We're in a state of emotional distress and can no longer bear the mental torture. And your physical state is just exhausted. You're ready to quit. You're ready to give up. And you're saying, Lord, I surrender. And he's saying, run to me. I'm standing here with my arms open waiting for you. Now I can use you. He's saying, make haste, come now. If you look at Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 9 through 11, he says, He said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, insults, in reproach, in persecution, in distress for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. He said, Lord, break me. Saints of God, he never said that we wouldn't suffer and go through trials and tribulations. But what he did say is, when you're in the fire, I'll be there with you. But he wants us to praise him. Praise him when we lose our job. He wants to know if we'll still praise him when there's no food in the house. Will you continue to worship me, will you continue in the faith when your spouse leave you? When the doctor tells you that you have cancer, will you break into a praise knowing that when the doctors say no, I can still say yes. To those that have faith in my healing power, I can still say yes. So saints, the things that God desire from us, and that one thing that he wants from us that he cannot make us do is to love him. God bless you. And I thank you for tuning in today with Sister to Sister, myself, Missionary Jane Gray. And if I can't encourage you, I would say in the midst of your circumstances, just say, Lord, break me. God bless you. You have been with Sister to Sister Podcast with Missionary Jane Gray. Thank you for tuning in with us today.